(laughs) Hey, I'm Sherry. And I'm Marty. Tired of hearing bad news everywhere you turn? Well, we are. We're taking a little journey back to simpler times. Come along for the ride as we share some of our fun childhood memories. Might even jog some of your memories, too. Mm, I don't know, Marty. My memory lane is like a cul-de-sac these days. Hey, that is not going to stop us. Come join us for Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the Handle. Okay, we've had a little bit of time to think about things we take for granted now that we did not know about when we were kids. So what thoughts did you have, Miss Sherry? Well, you know, I was thinking about air conditioning back in the day. We didn't have any. I mean, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, which is like the Sahara Desert. Yes. And we didn't have air conditioning. We had a fan and we were supposed to be grateful that we had that fan. Mm -hmm. And we would walk up to the market basket barefoot, of course, because that's what you did in the summer when you went to get a... what was it? Oh, it was Iris. They they stocked the vending machine with Iris soda. It was like some mm. off-brand of, you know, black cherry soda. It was delicious. It burned your throat, you know, it was full <laughs> of carbonation. But we would go just to get cool. We'd go and go into the supermarket. But at home, we had friends that had swampers, swamp coolers. Do you know what mm, those are? Yeah. Did you guys? We had a evaporative cooler. We had those in our house when we moved to okay, this so the... house in 85. We but had you had it in, in Virginia? For a long time. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Because here, I mean, here in Los Angeles, it makes your house like Florida. It's awful because it's, they just Mm -hmm. fill it with water or something. Our houses were already, the air was already 98% humidity in Virginia in the summertime. So adding more water. So that, so they were just helping us learn how you enjoyed your summers there. (laughs) But, and people would brag about, oh, we've got a swamper and it was gross. You'd walk in, you were like sticky. It was gross, but we had nothing and it was just awful. And I remember my dad, we had this this huge plate glass window that looked into our backyard and it was divided. It had like, it was individual panes of glass, it kind of Brady Bunch style, you know, but it was really big. And I'm sure none of the glass was tempered or anything yeah. or had any, you know, it was just glass. It was ready to slice you in half if it broke. <laughs> but he, he broke out one of the panes. It was about, I don't know, what is that? Two feet by two feet, you know, each, mm-hmm. each little square. Mm-hmm. And he broke one out and he got this fan and he put the fan in front of the window. I don't know what the plan was for winter. Like, I guess he boarded up or something. I don't Hmm. know. But, and he'd soak a beach towel and then he somehow jerry-rigged it to the top of the fan. And so while the fan is blowing, it's blowing on this wet towel Mm -hmm. and that was air conditioning. Now that was in the dining room. I don't know what we were supposed to do with the rest of the house, but he, he insisted that that was as good as air conditioning. And, Mm. um, you know, you didn't talk back then. That wasn't something you wouldn't have spoken up and said anything that was remotely, that doesn't make sense, dad. You know, it was (laughs) that we never, I never heard that come out of my mouth, you know, (laughs) because I said so is what I heard a lot, you know, so, but so wait a minute. So you didn't have air conditioning in Virginia growing up? must have eventually the ones that, you know, I'm sure it was window units when we got them. But, but wait, would they have had, they didn't have window units in the, I don't remember them being in like the 60s. I remember one window unit in the office. So that wouldn't have been the 60s. Well, it might have been later in the 60s when they built an extent because it was two apartments or it was a duplex top and bottom. And when we built the staircase that connected the top to the bottom and the downtown downstairs renters downtown downstairs <laughs> renters moved out there was a room at the top of the stairs that was part of this new construction that i remember we must have had 
we had forced air. So I guess eventually we did get air conditioning. But in that one room, we did have a window unit because no air could get in there otherwise. Yeah, so at some point we did have air conditioning while I was growing up. And I can't remember because the summers were hot there. I mean, you know. Yeah. And can you imagine cooking in the yeah. summer? I mean, maybe that's why everybody would want a barbecue. Maybe that's why yeah. that was even invented just to get outside. <laughs> no. But you didn't think about it because you didn't know any better. Right. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. So just live with it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Enjoy that secondhand smoke and just get on with it. <laughs> now, how about this? Yeah. Video cameras. We didn't have video cameras and certainly didn't have the cameras on our cell phones, you no. know, that you could whip out and record anything at any time. We didn't have video cameras, but some people, not us, had movie cameras. But it cost so much to get the movie film developed. And then you had to have an audience. You couldn't just like say, hey, look at this. You had to right. set up the projector yeah. and get all the windows covered up. And have a screen. Have a screen. So you kind of had to be wealthy to have an actual movie camera with film in the first place. And because it cost money to get it developed. And it was just a pain in the butt. You know, it was really, really special occasion. So it wasn't like you just pulled out your phone to record your kids. Mm -hmm. playing a bad piano it had to be sort of saved for the special occasion. And in some ways, I mean, I really wish that I had had some of the stuff as a kid recorded. On the other hand, I have these memories of how it was that are probably absolutely distorted and much better than the actual thing was because nothing was recorded. Yeah. Because we didn't really have our childhood. We had some photographs and most of those were formal where you'd go to JCPenney and sit in the little formation and get a photograph. But we didn't really have... It would be really fun to see recordings from my childhood. Yeah. But that just wasn't available. Because your memory is of a... You have an eight-year-old memory of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it would be it would be fun to see that, to see the reality of whatever that was. And I kind of wonder how kids now, because anybody can record anything, I just wonder if kids remember things differently because they have the actual footage to look at of an event so that even if they might have remembered it differently, they have this memory. The videotaping becomes, the video that you shoot mm -hmm. is the memory then. Nothing's left to... I think if, if enough time goes by, because I there are barely any pictures of us as kids. My uncle took slides. There are tons of mm. slides, but my sister has them. We, you know, yeah, we're going to get them scanned. And, yeah. uh, but I'm dying to, there are so few pictures of us as kids. Of course, there's no home movies of us. Yeah. And of course, I was going to change all that when I had my son. And I video, you know, of course, he was born in 91. But even still, it looked like a Buick you were carrying around. It was giant yeah. when the yeah. battery pack didn't last and it was a nightmare. But we recorded everything. And I don't know, he was 18 or 19. Hey, do you want to see, you know, whole movies of you when you were? No. Huh. Like, I'm hoping when he gets a little older, because I like to look back and you don't remember what you looked like. Yeah. I mean, or what you were yeah. wearing. Like, why was I wearing that? And But maybe, maybe it's just that some time has to go by for the kids today but maybe they don't care because they never they have access it's to always it. accessible yeah, yeah. And, uh -huh. I, and I do feel that way about photographs I, I like real pictures I, I mean I know you can see that picture on your phone but there's something about a picture that's taken with a real camera that you can't take back I mean you could mm -hmm. throw it away but such a, a moment, moment in time yeah exactly yes. and you know I bet that's going to make a huge resurgence I bet there are going to be 
I don't know. I, I just think that it's such a novel thing and such a, I remember when the Polaroids came out, how amazing, th- there you go, the technology, right? How yeah. amazing that was yeah. to, to see that like evolve, you know, before appear before your eyes. And yeah, but some of my favorite pictures are the ones that I go back. They're awful, but they're, it really captures the real moment. moment you know, yeah. it's not, nothing's mm-hmm. perfect. It's, you know, somebody's Uncle John's eyes are shut, of course, because that's always how it happened. And we didn't, we didn't retake <laughs> it. It was just like, yeah, yeah, there it is. But yeah. And I mean, even now, if you take a picture, you look at it immediately and go, all right, come on, everybody, yeah. let's do it again. And even with the Polaroid, it was quote unquote instant, but you had to let it sit for 60 seconds. And by that time, the moment was over, right. you know, they've already cut the cake, yeah. they, you know. My ex-husband, Brian, his brother, and this would be probably 1985, six, and he had, was a little older than Brian and they had kids earlier than we did. And we would go to my mother-in-law's house for Christmas morning and we would walk up to the door and, hey, we're here. And we'd open the door and my brother-in-law would make us leave, go back down the driveway so that he could get the camera ready. And of course, now it's a fake moment, right? I mean, it was, a, yeah, oh, right. hey, yeah. every, look who's here. And But everything was, yeah. I mean, at that time, it was, it seemed to be the height of it. You know, I mean, they, they were videoing uh-huh. everything and it was like, yeah. No, 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 no. And yeah. I remember my mother-in-law being angry because my father-in-law had cut the turkey wrong and now it was going to be on video forever. <laughs> and it was just like, wow. Well, you know, you said that your son didn't really care about seeing the videos. What's really fun is... I don't know that my nieces and nephews care so much about what I recorded because I used to record them every year growing up and talking about what they wanted to be when they grew up. But what's really fun is to show their videos to their kids. (laughs) 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 Revenge is sweet. Because they get a real kick out of seeing mom or dad as kids, what their thoughts were. That's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's amusing. I don't know if my nieces and nephews appreciate it, but yeah, I find it amusing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, well, it should all be recorded. But I was looking at pictures today of people that I don't know who they are. They're from like the 1800s. But my uncle who passed away a couple of years ago, he had emailed me some pictures and it's just just to see the technology, it's not that long ago, you know, how yeah. uh-huh. amazingly, I feel like it's, everything's been on fast forward, you know, that we have a computer in our hand at all times that can do almost anything. I can't even imagine what the next step is going to be because look at, we didn't have computers when we were growing up, except maybe NASA yeah. had a million huge computers that were trying to plot out the course of a launch. But like now we have more information and more access to information and the ability with communication in our cell phones than we had in our entire house yeah. times 12. Yep. We didn't have that at all. It's it's a really whole different way of life yeah, now. To explain to a kid today that you would go to the library yeah. to look things up if you had a report or whatever, or you had your encyclopedias. You had the World Book Encyclopedia that yeah. you had to update. And how long were they going to be current? It, well, yeah, you'd have to get the yearbook at the end of every year. I don't know if you had to do this, that. but we'd get the yeah. yearbook at the end of the year that was the update on all the articles. So then my task per my mother was to go through the yearbook, see everything that came out new, and then put a tab, a particular colored tab for that year on the article that is updated. Wait a minute. When did updated. you have time to um, do the, your TV guide? I know. Uh, <laughs> I have time to do that. I think I'd start on it and get like 20 pages in going, this is ridiculous. It's now, it's time for the next yearbook. <laughs> so that was sort wow. of a waste, you know, 
Like, I don't know how you, I guess if you, I don't know what would happen if you would look something up in the yearbook for a paper you were writing. I guess you would have to look in all the subsequent year yearbooks to see if there was any update on the article. Yeah, but your teachers wouldn't have known back then. But like, the, well, they'd know that some country didn't exist anymore because, they were, oh, right. you know, but you still had to kind of try to update yeah. your term paper. Yeah, it was a pain. It, the year, it wasn't a good system, but it was what we had. It was all we had. And the library was a whole anxiety attack oh, for yeah. me. Yeah. The card cat, I'd open, I'd pull out that card catalog and see 8,000 cards in there. And then you had to go through the rows and rows and rows of books to be in the right to see if it was even there yeah yeah oh yeah we well, yeah so you gotta you gotta find it in the card catalog then you gotta somehow find it in the library in the catacombs of the library yeah and then you don't know if you're just not looking well enough or if it's not there and then i don't know if you remember but you would go to the librarian and say i'm looking for this book and then she would say oh it's checked out it's coming back it's supposed to come back on whatever day, but they would check other libraries. Mm. But how they did that is they would put the request down and then like once a week or they would mail it to the other libraries or somebody would drive it over to the other libraries. They had like a person or a courier or something that would go look for it, but you wouldn't know. I think we only had one library. Oh, in, that's in our so town. sad. Yeah. Wow. It was a good library. It was a cool library, but it wasn't near us. You know, we'd have to drive there. And yeah. And my mom would. She'd drive me there every single week to get books out. Every And you'd have to check out a good number of books because... You didn't want to come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you remember? What, did you have them for like two weeks? Were you allowed to have them? Mm, I can't remember. Probably two weeks, I would guess. Yeah. All I remember is I always had a headache at the library because we'd have to go after school, mm. you know, because my mom wanted to go right after school. Mm -hmm. And of course, I hadn't eaten since lunch. You know, my <laughs> nutritious, whatever gross thing was in the cafeteria. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> some some rancid nitrates or something. <laughs> and we'd have to go and sit and... Ugh. I didn't like the library. Oh, I, I love the idea of the library now, but... Yeah. Our library was in this old building. I don't even know. Probably built at the turn of the century, and I don't mean the 21st. <laughs> and it was a really cool old building and kind of, I don't know, just a beautiful building. It's not... Now it's either torn down or something else entirely, but but it was a really cool... And there was a whole children's section, which was great. A huge children's section that I went to. But yeah, in terms of, in terms of writing term papers, by the time I got into junior high, I'm sure we just went by the yearbook, and I'm sure it would have made it so easy for teachers to figure out if you would plagiarize because that was your only source of right. information. All they had to do was go, yeah, she copied this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one place to get the information. Yeah, but didn't you just have to rearrange a couple of words and then you weren't yeah. plagiarizing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just put "I believe" in front of everything, and then. <laughs> It fixed it. Rumor, ha people say yeah. that. <laughs> now, did you ever record things vocally? Not like I had a reel-to-reel, -reel, a yep. really cheap reel-to-reel -reel recorder. Yep. I would love to get those tapes. Do you have them somewhere? Yeah. You do? But, you know, you can barely, barely hear them. I'd love to get them transferred just to see what's on there. In fact, I remember in probably 1970 or maybe the late 60s, and I had recorded an Up With People show that was on television long before. I just thought they looked like a cool group and sang cool songs. And I'd recorded them on my reel-to-reel. -reel. And then in 1973, I traveled with Up With People around the world, which would have been so fun to have that mm. 
recording that intrigued me. I mean, enough with people came to my town. I went, hey, wait, this sounds familiar a little bit. <laughs> That's so cool. I wonder why I didn't, I never heard of them. Hmm. And living in Los Angeles, wouldn't I have? Oh, wow. Really? Or no, never, not until you talked about it. Interesting. Well, you know, and it's funny because in Europe, they were very famous. I, we'd do a show and we couldn't leave for an hour because thousands and thousands of people would be lined up to get our autographs. And you'd walk down the street and live little shopkeepers would come out of their shops and start singing the songs to you in really? Spanish. I mean, they were really, we w did two shows in a town that had 2000 people and 14,000 people showed up to each show. I mean, really popular in Europe. And then, yeah, here you come here and they go uh, up with what? Yeah, never you heard know. of it. But anyway, then of course we had the portable, which weren't so portable. They were like 10 inches by seven inches by four inches or whatever. The portable tape recorders that took cassettes. And that was pretty cool because then you could yeah. carry that around, not easily, but, but you could had, carry it around. I think it was a reel to reel, but it was, it was smallish and it had a metal. Yeah. There mm -hmm. was like mesh on the top of the microphone. And we would go to my grandma's house every Sunday and it would be my sister Debbie and I, and then they would our three cousins. And we would always have Sunday dinner at my grandma's house with all the adults. And they would be in the other room and we would secretly tape them. But we got in big trouble because my grandma couldn't sing, but there's a song called Spanish Eyes. And we asked her uh -huh. to sing it. And she's like, no, I'm not going to sing. And she used to sing around. She sang, but she was awful. And we said, oh, grandma, it's so beautiful sing. We were behind the couch, of course. Uh, and the couch was like, the back of the couch was in the middle of the room. It wasn't up against a wall. And uh -huh. so she went into her rendition of Spanish Eyes and we recorded it and howled. And she was, of course, furious with us. I believe Aww. her exact words were, go outside and cut me a switch <laughs> which of course we had no idea what that meant you know she was coming but you found out uh no we actually she didn't get us oh. but um she didn't get us but yeah recording was fun and yeah. and i wish we do you would still have, have those no gosh i don't know where any of that stuff i mean yeah. that would have been 1966 seven yeah. i don't know you know and it wasn't a big deal then you know where you grew up, did you have an attic? No, because you didn't. You didn't have attics or basements, really. I mean, some some houses did, but you, there might be like a little crawl space, but not anything where you would store mm -hmm. things. It would be like where the insulation is, right. or whatever. Well, we had an attic, and you could had the pull downstairs, and so finding stuff up there was great. And I'm sure that's where I found the old tapes and the reel to reel that I had in the late '60s. Because and you still have, yeah. It. And that's where I found my kindergarten picture that had Dickie Booker in it. Yeah. yeah. God bless you. Know, so. But I wonder, is it out in your shed thing, all that stuff? Like, I wonder what the heat does oh, to yeah. those rooms. Oh, well, like I say, I think I tried playing it and you could barely hear anything. Yeah, I'm sure it destroyed the tapes altogether. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had some old VHS tapes that I wanted transferred to DVD. They used to do it at Costco, hmm. but... They, it's really hard to find yeah. somebody that will do that. And I found a guy out here where I live in Colorado and it was expensive, but he laughed when I said I wanted it transferred to a DVD because they, they don't do that. They transfer it to a, he transferred it to a thumb yeah. drive. And then he said, you know, you do whatever you want with it. Then you send it to wh whomever you'd like, but there's something, it's kind of like when you, if I, when I heard my favorite song on the radio, I would get so yeah. excited because it felt random or something. Yeah. Like it felt like, oh, special. But if you could listen to it, it's same thing with, I guess, watching TV mm -hmm. shows or whatever. If you could do it all the time, it doesn't feel as special. And so True. when I see 
even just putting a VHS tape in and pushing the button, it feels like it's doing something, but it's, you know, here my, these things are on thumb drives now. It, it doesn't feel that exciting to sit in front of my computer and watch it, you know. I, mm-hmm. Because you always can. Yeah. Because it's accessible. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I made the mistake of transferring a bunch of my VHS tapes to DVDs, which are really hard to play anymore. You know, none of the computers have oh, DVD drives. drives. Yeah. So it's kind of, so, oh, wow. I wish I had gotten them on thumb drives. But I don't know that you would have could have done it then. Well, no, this wasn't that long ago. Oh, oh, so somebody took you for a ride. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff like that. I've got a lot all of our uh, competitions and things on VHS tape. Ah, But it's just so dang expensive. It's like, but that would be talk about oh, you don't feel like you care. But how fun would it be to go back even 10 years and just see what what we were doing? You know? Yeah, I guess the upshot of all of it is all the technology is Good. I mean, think of all the amazing things medically that have been able to be yeah. done and for emergency purposes. And, you know, I'm, I think of how many lives have been saved because somebody yeah. could call. We can even access our own medical records now. I mean, that would have been unthinkable before. Yeah. You know, pretty amazing. But then on the other side of it, the trade off is that, that it's all instant. And, and there is something about having to wait for that gratification, I think. But I think a lot of times we didn't get around to it because, like, Scott and I look at shows now now and we go, oh, where have we seen that person? Click, 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 click. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to spending the rest of the time you're watching the show going, how do I know that person? You know, and you never found out back in the old days, you know. But that was kind of fun, a nice way to exercise your brain too. And I remember my mom, you know, telling my mom, turn on Channel 5. I can't, who's this actor? And she'd, oh, yeah, that's whoever it was. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing that we get to the answer right away. But I'm certainly there with my, you're right. Yeah. Uh, when I'm watching Pillow Talk and Thelma Ritter's on, how old was Thelma Ritter in Pillow Talk? You know, yeah. you, it's like the magic right. eight ball. You get the answer right away. Yeah. And then when I find out that she's in the movie, she's younger than I am now. And she looks a hundred is like, <laughs> oh, oh Lord, did oh, I really want to know yeah. that? So hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be long gone by the time that we're riding in our spaceships and everything. So I, I feel like we were born in a good well, time. I like having all the modern things, but I really appreciate that we grew up with a rotary phone. I just think it's, I just think it's cool. Well, and also I think living through that time, like kids today have a phone and it is so much a part of the culture that we have more appreciation for it just because we didn't have it and had to use so many other devices or time or never accomplish what we were trying to accomplish because we didn't have those. But we didn't know it wasn't there. So we didn't know we were missing anything. Exactly. But now we go, wow, isn't this amazing? Amazing. Whereas kids right. today go, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time they have kids, what they do now is obsolete. And so yeah. nobody escapes yeah. it. But I think I did tell you that story with my grandma when I was about, again, eight. I'm eight or five in all my recollections. Uh-huh. I think she was born in like 1912 or 13. And she worked in a laundry. And I mean, there really were real rules why you only wore your Sunday best on Sunday, mm-hmm. because you didn't want to get it dirty. And because of doing the laundry was a pain. And she talked about how the laundry where she worked, they used lye. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can you imagine her hands, I'm sure were just beat to a pulp. But I was at her, staying at her house and I, we were talking and I said, but wasn't it neat to like use a washboard and to use this ringer thing? And she was like, hell no, I'd much rather push a button and get my laundry done. What are you crazy? But I looked at it as because I had no 
it seemed fascinating to me that you would do that, but to not really understand it would take all day to do laundry. Yeah. And we think it takes all day to do laundry, but we're throwing it in and pushing it a button and then putting it in the dryer and then, oh yeah, we have to fold it. You know, wow, what a pain. Mm -hmm. But we have no... Again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I would make a horrible, horrible pioneer woman. I never. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Like churning butter. I'd be like, yeah, I don't need butter. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me these raw oats. I'll it's, be fine. It's good yeah. dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even the strides that, like, I remember my grandfather got contact lenses and it was about 67 mm. or 8. It was literally like a piece of glass you'd put in your eye. I got them in 68. Okay. Yeah. So you remember, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. I mean. No, it was glass. It yeah. didn't feel good. <laughs> you know? It, it was better than going yeah, blind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I was in ninth grade when I got my first pair of contacts and they were still pretty hard. Mm. They were they were called hard, hard contact lenses. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just I remember like one shattering and like, yeah, and they were really expensive too. I don't know what we've learned today, Marty, but there's good things and there's bad things. And and what's to come? I don't know. I'll be under the, my bed rocking back and forth in the fetal <laughs> position. And you, why don't you let me know? With your phone yeah, in hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mayday, mayday. Yeah. You let me know. I mean, I was so gullible. I mean, I thought the professor, I thought they were really going to make something out of a coconut. You know, they were going to make a transmitter or whatever it was. So, (laughs) so maybe I didn't need the world book encyclopedias after all. Maybe I was getting all of my knowledge from the source. From Gilligan. (laughs) Gilligan. Yeah. Please go to our Just Jiggle the Handle Facebook page and tell us your childhood stories of things that would be unfathomable to a young person today. This will be a good one. There's so much. I guess one of those things would be subscribing to our podcast. Yes, please. And there's so much more fun to come at Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the Handle. Handle.